Welcome to the Hot Lava Podcast. Kevin AC, Potters Beat Writer for the Union Tribune on Echo Park. Hey, Jay, wave to me because I can see the San Diego Union Tribune building. It's Jay Posner, my boss. He's at the Union Tribune building. Kevin, if I wave now, you wouldn't see me because I'm in this oh. windowless studio. Actually, it does have a window, but it faces the uh, Symphony Towers building. So oh, I cannot see you right now, but it is a beautiful day here. The May gray is gone. There's, there's no June gloom and the... And speaking of no gloom, the Padres had a winning record. And did you know this? They have the longest active winning streak in the National League right now. Three games. Three games. Only the Cleveland Indians in baseball are hotter than your San Diego Padres right now. Jay, you sound like you have done some research and you have prepared for this podcast. So let's jump right into it. Um, the Reds coming to town. Very excited. I always love to watch Joey Votto play. He's just one of the finest players uh, in the game. Uh, and he the Padres, has not been as you good, though. Did you know he's having an off year? Well, Jay, there's still a good three, two, three hits in this guy anytime that he uh, comes to the, the park. I, I love watching this guy play. Absolutely. And much like Eric Hosmer. Much like Eric Hosmer, because I'm fascinated. You got me off track. You know how my brain works. Stop it, Jay. But Eric Hosmer, I'm fascinated, this guy. He basically is all about just like prepare, prepare, prepare. You're going to go through some bad uh, streaks. And then Eric Hosmer, like now you're at the point where like he's one of those guys. Every time he comes to the plate, you're like, you know, I think this guy just might get on right here. Now, hasn't hit a home run in like a month, but every time he comes to the plate, he's going to get on. I just think that I've got an upcoming uh, big story I've been working on, on, uh, you know, how he is affecting everybody on this team. And it answers the question of, gosh, why did they get Eric Hosmer now? You know, when they're not going to be good for a while. Anyway, you got me off track, Jay. This team is hot as heck. And I'm curious, Mr. Positive, what did you take? We basically predicted it. We said three out of four from the Marlins. Right. And now if they get two out of three from the Reds, <laughs> then they get their five and two, which we talked about. And then we said, what does it mean? Uh, basically nothing. Um, right. I mean, they're playing the the two teams in the league that have worse records than they do. The, the mm-hmm. uh, Reds, I think, are a half a game worse than the Marlins only because the Reds were off yesterday. I, actually, several of the Reds were at the Padre game on Wednesday night. One of our guys saw Joey Votto and Billy Hamilton, and I, I thought that was very odd that that baseball players would go to a baseball game on their night off, uh, especially in San Diego to watch the Padres and the Marlins. But, uh, That's how dedicated the Reds are. Uh, apparently, it's, it's, it that must be the Jim, Riggleman, the Jim Riggleman effect <laughs> is uh, is wearing off and, and – uh, what they what they do need though is the Reds need some pitching because their staff is awful, um, which uh, should help the uh, you know the, the Padres who it does seem these young guys uh, who are still going to be prone to to bouts of of looking lost because uh, adjustments is is what it's all about it's 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 really kind of amazing to watch a Fran Mil Reyes a Franchi Cordero a Christian Villanueva but but uh, that that should be good for these guys because they they do seem to have sort of an aptitude these three guys. And Franchi's on the uh, disabled list for this game. I, I think that has been shown. I'm, I don't know what type of players they're going to be long term, but but they, sh- I believe they've shown that they have uh, an aptitude for this game. Yeah, I, I think the negative for them this weekend is that Riggleman sent Homer Bailey to the bullpen, uh, and he, <laughs> he would have been the Sunday starter with his uh, six point something ERA. So instead, they'll see Luis Castillo, who's at least that's what I would expect the way the rotation sets up. But uh, a rookie tonight, so a battle of rookies. We can get to the Padre rookie in just a second. And then the interesting, the dark night will be here tomorrow. Matt Harvey, 
will be yes. pitching for the Reds tomorrow. So that's always interesting to see what he what he has left. And uh, I, I just think this is another opportunity for the Padres to take advantage of the schedule, get a couple wins, and then see what happens when the Braves come in next week. But please tell us about the Padres starter tonight that we did not expect maybe to see right at this moment in the season. Andrew Walker Lockett. We'll just call him Walker. Walker Lockett. There's a guy they identified a month ago as somebody that would come up. They expected that it would be Brett Kennedy from AAA El Paso, but he's uh, had an ankle thing. And I, I honestly couldn't tell you, I think it's like day to day as to when is he going to come back. I don't think he's back off the DL yet, but uh, even if he were, he, he needs to, to pitch. And, and so uh, it's not Brett Kennedy now. It will be at some point. So here. Here's Walker Locker, a guy who since what, the, before the 2016 season has been on the 40-man roster, and this, and I've written about it, we've talked about it a lot. It's a lot of what this season's about. Oh, well, we're going to have a lot of guys we need to protect. We're going to have a lot of guys that we need to add because we're going to put them on the major league roster, and they have to be on the 40-man roster to be on the 25-man roster. So Walker Lockett is one of those guys, hey, we got to find out what you got. Like, we think you're okay, but we need to see you against uh, major leaguers. This is not of the magnitude in my, look, in my opinion or in the Padres opinion. And Hey, it's up to Walker Luckett to show him that he can be uh, Joey Lucchese or, you know, I, I know that this is sort of a funny thing to say right now, but Eric <laughs> Lauer, but this isn't of the magnitude of those, but here it's funny. What um, Andy Green's quote, we're going to give him an opportunity and see if he runs with it. Well, that's like the eighth time he said that this year about a, about a young player. And so that is, I love it. That's what this season is all about. And that's why I like that they won three or four. Not that I'm some sort of a Padres fan or that I root for them to do bad, but, but here I am chronicling about these opportunities and what this season's about. And so it was kind of cool to see what Christian Villanueva did in this series, what Fran Mil Reyes did in this series. Um, and now look, We'll see what Walker Lockett, and that's going to be one of my stories uh, for tonight, is about the youth of this team. And they are, by many measures, the second youngest team in the majors after the team that just left here. What a coincidence that they both have terrible records. Right, and I think it's interesting, as we've talked about before, to see these guys. And and Lockett's facing a decent lineup. I mean, this is not the Marlins. Uh, you know, the Reds, some of their stats obviously are bolstered by the fact they play in the ballpark <laughs> where they play, you know, kind of the, the Coors of the Midwest. Uh, but, you know, they do have three guys that have that have at least 10 home runs and more than 30 RBIs. And that none of those guys are named Joey Votto. So, uh -huh. you know, that's a pretty good lineup. Not as not like, as I said, not like Miami. And uh, let's see what Walker Lockett has. I'm, I'm curious. I'll be out there tonight. I'm interested to see uh, to see him pitch and and. You know, I saw Eric Lauer on Monday. That was not a terribly pleasant experience uh, for for anyone involved. But the uh, the I, I think you know we want we want to see more of him. We, I I want to see Lucchese come back and and as we've said many times, that's what this season is about. Let's see what these guys have. Maybe Walker Lockett surprises everyone. You know, he he was highly regarded. I think he was a fourth round pick a few years ago. So somebody saw something in him, and and let's see uh, let's see what he has. Much like Eric Lauer, though he does throw a few ticks faster than Eric Lauer with the, with the fastball, but has you know four pitches, um, and when he's on, uh, it, it works. And when he's off, much like Eric Lauer, there were signals of this in the minor leagues. There's a lot of crooked numbers in certain innings, and and that ruins then the the, the pitching line. But when when Walker Lockett is on, uh, then he's on, and so uh, you know again. I love this line by NDB just because it's become something that we hear all the time. We're going to give him an opportunity and see if he runs with it. And, and you know what? We've seen some of the guys run with it. And then just when we think a guy is like 
and what's happened with Christian Villanueva, Francie Cordero, Fran Mel Reyes, and we're like, is this experiment almost over? Boom, something clicks, and then we're we're at least uh, we're hooked and we're intrigued uh, for the next month. Um, so and, and you mentioned you mentioned Villanueva, and and he is very intriguing. I mean, we we talked about him a month ago at this time. He was coming off a great month. He was the NL Rookie of the Month, whatever that means, uh, and whatever that's worth. <laughs> then the Padres went to Mexico, and it was like this guy had never played baseball before. I mean, he couldn't he could not get a hit. But I, I think it's really impressive the way that he's battled back from that, and. Um, you know, he's end up now where the only guy in the league who has more home runs than him is Bryce Harper. And, you know, we talked off the air briefly. I mean, is Villanueva the type of guy that a month from now could be the guy named to the all-star team for the Padres? And, you know, the National League has two really good third basemen in <laughs> Nolan Arenado and Chris Bryant. Yeah. And at this point, right now, the number three spot is either Villanueva or uh, Travis Shaw of Milwaukee. You figure tra- the Brewers are going to have Josh Hader on the, on the all-star team, no matter what. Um, Padres have Brad hand, who's been fantastic, but so maybe that won't come into play and we'll see what happens. But if he can put together a June, like he put together the second half of May, then Villanueva has got a chance to, uh, to go to the all-star game. It, it, that's exactly it. And then I think we're all resigned, right? Uh, even what, two weeks ago, uh, maybe even now it would still be if, if someone, you know, forced you to make a, a prediction, it's Brad hand. Right. And that's kind of what we've become accustomed to in San Diego. The, the closer goes to the all-star game. <laughs> right, um, right. Just cause someone has got 25 homers, uh, come the beginning of July. I think there's some pressure for someone to put them on this all-star team. No, I, I would, I would it. agree. And I, I don't know what the magic number, I certainly 25 would do it. Um, you know, <laughs> Even if he got Maybe to 20, 22, something, yeah. uh, something like that. So it's, it's, it's another thing to watch. I mean, I, I'm not a big all-star game who gets there, who doesn't guy and who got screwed and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, <laughs> I, I do think it'll be, uh, another thing to watch. And, and also, you know, Villanueva is just, he's the guy, most guy, kind of guy you want to get on the team so you can match him up against a left-hander in the, in the all-star game. I would love to see him face a guy like a Roldis Chapman or somebody like that and, uh, and, and see what happens. So anyway, that's a ways off. And, uh, there's two pictures I want to talk about, and I, I want to uh, do a little promotion of the Q&A that uh, Jeff Sanders did uh, with Phil Hughes, and we'll get to that. I got a, an answer from Phil Hughes that I think is very interesting about what he has left, and uh, I, think it, he's, I think he's a pretty cool guy based on this answer. Uh, and he's, he's candid about, about where he's at, but first, Jordan Lyles. Hey, Jordan Lyles was like... He's another reclamation project, and I was fascinated by what he was able to do last night. Not only is he the anti-Brian Mitchell, right, where he went to the bullpen and he learned how to pitch, he he looked like he was going to be done after four innings last night, and he completely, on a dime, turned around that start. Uh, I think that the Padres are actually thinking, this guy's our latest reclamation project. This guy could actually be pretty darn good. And I'm telling you, Jordan Lyles, who is like one of the most uh, plain spoken, uh, just, you know, no nonsense guys. He's got some tenacity to him that is, is rare uh, among pitchers uh, on this team outside of, you know, Clayton Richard and, and Tyson Ross. Now he's another guy that was highly thought of. I think he was a, a first round sandwich pick when he yes. came out many years ago, uh, has oh, never, has never really put it together. No. The one thing, and let me ask you this, because I, I did I did look this up because I was curious. He's made five starts so far mm-hmm. this year. Three of them have been at Petco, 
and he's been fantastic. 19 and a third, three earned runs. The other two starts came at Pittsburgh and L.A., 10 and a third, nine earned runs. He's given up four of his five home runs on the road. His next uh-huh. start his next start will be here at Petco, uh, I guess, what, against the Braves. Um, Tuesday. But on Tuesday. And then the Padres, which we'll talk about next week, go on this, you know, adventurous trip where they're just gone uh-huh. and gone and gone. And so he'll have to make several starts on the road. Is, am I right to be just a little bit cautious at this moment about Lyles and how, again, it's a small sample size in both directions, but is it a little bit cautionary that he's that he hasn't pitched quite as well on the road? I can't say no, but I will say this, that Pittsburgh game, it was the, the line looked terrible because you did as, remember well that, that game, day, you're right. Mm-hmm. You and I talked in the middle of it. We texted in the middle of it where it's like, Oh, and he left him in too long again. And, and he had that bad last inning. Right, now that's right. something that we could talk about is his tension for giving up home runs. <laughs> um, but, but uh, I, I just, gosh, I would then pull that out and say, well, that kind of ruins the sample size right there. If I, say that was actually a pretty good outing against a pretty decent uh, that that pirates lineup is decent all right and so um i would say no but again he gets to go and if i uh, play this out here he's pitching in st louis and then probably the the last game uh, in atlanta so he's going to pitch twice on that trip i think which means then he'll miss the little two-game homestand here and he'll be back (laughs) on the road i think it's probably san francisco and and maybe so we'll even Texas that at the end of June. after that. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it is something to watch. And you're right. The Pittsburgh game was pretty good up until the very end when uh, maybe he did stay in just a little too long because he was kind of building up stamina at that point. So, But, no, he, there's no question he's been impressive. And, and you know, maybe he is yet another guy that, that they've managed to uh, – to turn around. And I, I don't know that he's worth anything on the trade market at this point. So maybe he's someone you hold on to. Yeah. Whereas a guy yeah. like Tyson Ross, you would think you'd get offers uh, for, t- for Tyson Ross. Plus Jordan uh, Lyles is 27 years old. And so, Hey, you know, we're not talking about next year being the pennant chase. So next year, I don't think to this extent, but certainly it still will be, Hey, we're trying to win a little more here. Okay. Right, um, right. But still trying to find out about guys too. Um, and so, there you, you you go. You know that you're going to, unless Jordan Lyles somehow goes, uh, you know, 12 and two uh, here, you're, you're going to be able to keep Jordan Lyles next year. Last thing, Jay, I'm going to set it up a little bit. Phil Hughes. Okay. We've already talked about that. The acquisition of Phil Hughes from the Minnesota twins was really about getting that 74th pick and the $812,000 that came with it. Um, that's, you know, that's the way that the Padres are, are looking toward the future, but they did give up what it, whatever it was, uh, all told seven and a half, maybe $8 million counting that extra bonus pool money. They'll have to commit to a draft picks. Um, so there was an investment made here and, and Phil Hughes, well, Hey, what can they get from him? We have no idea. He pitched last night. He actually was pitching pretty well. And then his first time in two weeks, he's throwing and then he got tired and he got smacked around. He couldn't even make it out of the ninth inning in a five run victory. Um, so, but Jeff Sanders, who has a question, a Q and a, I believe it's online. Now you're the boss, Jay, you can speak to that, but it's definitely in Sunday's paper. It is online uh, like and will be in Sunday's paper. Cool. Every week, uh, he has one of these, uh, and this week it's with Phil Hughes. And there was a, a question in there and, and an answer that I want to play right now from Phil Hughes, where, uh, Jeff asked him, so what do you got left? I mean, that's the question, right? Um, you know, we'll just have to find out. You know, I feel like, um, you know, sometimes these, these surgeries can just take time. Um, you know, we've seen that with guys like Tyson Ross and Craig Richard here. who have gone through it. Um, you know, 
I'm hoping that I can take those baby steps along the way to get better from my you know, past surgeries the last couple of years, and um, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, show some signs that you know I do still do have um, you know something left in the tank, and you know, I feel like it's there, and it's you know maybe it just takes a little bit of extra time, but um, you know, there's some qualities that I'll never lose, and you know, throwing strikes is one of them, so. Um, you know, that's uh, something that I can always build on and, and know that I can go back to that if I need to. All right, Jay, there's Phil Hughes. Just a little tease for uh, the Sunday paper because that's how we do it. We tease. Um, <laughs> or you can go online, uniontribune.com. Uh, Phil Hughes. The guy's pretty, uh, pretty honest about where he's at and why wouldn't he be? Coming back from thoracic outlet surgery, maybe taking a little longer than uh, Tyson Ross, but I think it's about the same timeline and it's totally worth kicking the tires on this guy. Oh, I would agree. And, and I think, you know, you've got, you've got time to work it out. And he, he threw a couple of nice breaking balls last night and mm-hmm. hit the corner with a couple of fastballs. And as you said, maybe he got tired toward the end. And, uh, I, I almost would have preferred to see him, you know, get one more batter, but I know that the, the yeah. save rule comes into play there and, you know, hand came in and, and, uh, and got it closed out very quickly. But I, I, I don't see anything wrong with that move. I think, it, I think it was a smart move on many levels. And if he can get you, if, if you can get a few games out of Phil Hughes, so much, so much the better. Yeah. One thing that I think you pointed out, Jay, last uh, time was that while we're all thinking about this guy getting stretched out and maybe being a long man, I don't think he's gone more than an inning this year. Well, not since his first two starts. He he threw those okay. two starts, and but those were both in April. So it's been it's been like five weeks since he's thrown more than I think twenty one okay. pitches in a game or something like that. So it's so not going to be able to do that right away. And <laughs> and, and the other right. thing is, is as we tease one more thing, the seventy fourth pick in the draft coming up next week. And, and you and I will do this again on Monday. And I think we should definitely talk about the draft. And, and I know Jeff Sanders is going to preview it for us over the weekend. And we'll, we'll take a look at that and we'll talk about what we can expect from the Padres in, in the draft coming up on Monday. Right. So Jeff will have something in on Sunday's paper and Monday's paper. Of course, those will post online um, before that. And then, the uh, you know, what the first what the first 74 rounds of the draft. I mean, they call it the first round and you got the compensation. You got the compensation B. Those are all like night one. They're going to make like four picks or something. Right. Well, I hope it's not 74 rounds and it's 74 <laughs> players. But <laughs> just a number in my mind. And I was, I was I know, exaggerating. But, but yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I don't remember exactly. I, you know, I tried to uh, I, I did a lot of preparation for this for this podcast but I, I did not get to the draft but I promise I'll do How that do you do that Jay when you're you're the sports editor you've got to you know take care of all these things and then you prepare for the podcast I mean you sir wow and this weekend Amazing. will be even more more preparation for the draft and and I, I'm <laughs> my only my only uh disappointment in this and we were joking with him the other day in the office is why does Eddie Brown not have a mock draft for baseball where is Eddie Brown's oh. mock draft his football stuff. I used to bust him all the time. Like we were writing on the, you know, back when there was this uh, football team, of course, I guess we have a new one now. That's, um, right. that's going to be huge. I can tell. Um, but, uh, they, you know, we're covering the charge. This guy posts a mock draft in the NFL and it soars to the top of the website. His baseball mock draft would do the same thing. I know I gotta, I gotta get on him uh, a little more about that. But, uh, anyway, Kevin, we'll, uh, look forward to the weekend out at the ballpark with the Reds in town. Remember it's a later start on Sunday, three ten, So you can get a couple hours more sleep. Uh, or, unless, unless you're running in the marathon. I, I didn't ask you that. Are you, will you be rock and rolling on Sunday morning? I do a marathon a year. And what I mean by that is 
I, I, I do. I, I run a total of 26.2 miles in a year. You cover a baseball beat. That's more than a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, will, uh, I will. I will talk to you later, Jay. Sounds great, Kevin. 